Welcome to Stuck In My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E, and I have a very special guest on today. He's a fellow podcaster, and it's funny because we share the same government. The first, our first name is the same, which is Wilfredo. <laughs> we both don't like that name, but uh, welcome to the show, Wally Hippolito. What up, what up, Wise? Thank you for having me, brother. How you doing? Uh, the pleasure's all mine, man. <laughs> So, yeah. So, I don't know where you got Wally from Wilfredo, but I know where I got Will from Wilfredo. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm Wilfredo because my dad's Alfredo, and I have a brother. I had a brother who was a few months older than me. His name was also Alfredo. So, I was I was spared my uh, my dad's name, but they just added Will instead of Al. You, you know, we're, we're like almost right there, too. My magical father's name is Wilfredo, so actually Wilfredo Jr., uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not a junior. I'm. I'm. Um. Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, I'm either the junior or the second. I never know which one it is. So whenever I feel, whatever I feel like that day, that's what I am. <laughs> so why do you tell everybody about your podcast, man? Yeah, man. So my show is called the Off the Stoop Podcast. Um, it's a. Sh- I'm. Filipino. I'm Filipino American and I want to be the voice of my people. You know, I want to be the voice of my community because there, there aren't a lot of Filipino Americans podcasting right now. And I want to highlight our community and show that, you know, we're, you know, we're out here. We're in America. We are America. And yeah, the show has a lot of great guests. A lot of times we have been doing it for about a year. Actually, half of the episodes have been me about have been solo. I've just been ranting about current events and things like that. And it's very therapeutic for me, you know, a lot like. I don't have enough money to go to actual therapy. So I feel like viewing out, you know, my feelings and whatever I'm thinking that day is very, uh, is very helpful in the long run and in the, in the, in my current situation, in our current situation, actually. Oh, yeah. And off the, okay. oh, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So off the stoop is actually, a, you know, it's not a common term, but it's something among city folks. Like, you know, you're from Brooklyn, right? You know what a stoop is. You know, you grew up walking by. I know what my stoop is. Yeah, that's that was that sometimes you were not allowed to leave your stoop. And if you left your stoop, your parents got on you. Exactly, exactly. So here in San Francisco, I grew up on a stoop. Like, I I was allowed to leave, but, you know, when you walk around the city and you see different stoops, you see different types of people, right? And sometimes, you know, my reasoning for going solo is is it reminds me of, like, you know, the quote-unquote crazy dude who just came back from the army and he just wants to talk to himself. So I'm kind of, like, channeling my inner crazy man and, like, just spewing out what I'm thinking. (laughs) Yeah, like, when when I first started, um, I didn't have any guests. It was just me. I would have my nephew on and like there was a couple episodes where I did solo and then I started getting guests on. And so then it, my, my show evolved into a, a guest oriented show. And and I and I have all types of people on. I'll ha- I've had celebrities. I've had regular f- people. I've had a couple of high school um, classmates of mine who's who's um, actually done some amazing things in their life. So it, my show is it's similar to yours. I try I try to keep it positive. I keep can't say that I'm the only Puerto Rican doing it because I don't. I'm sure there's plenty, plenty of Puerto Ricans 
podcasting. But I feel I'm 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 different. My show is different. I'm, I'm not. I try I try to just be my authentic self, and it shows. And and the people are responding to it. So I'm having a great time doing it. Yeah, yeah. I I saw that you've been doing it. Uh, probably a little bit longer than I am. Maybe a couple months. You started in April, right? So how you so how do you like doing it solo as compared to you know having guests on all the time? Because for me personally, I like I like fumble throughout the week or throughout the days before recording like do I want to have somebody on or do I feel like talking to myself and you know it, it, it kind of just causes a little bit of anxiety in, in me sometimes with me when I talk to myself it kind of goes it's it's different it's different from when I'm talking to someone else because when I'm talking to someone else we can um I don't know there's an there's a yeah, there's a different, there's a different, chem, there's a different um energy when it's when it's me and me ranting on whatever I have to like when I first got furloughed from work or furloughed from work and everything or, or when we first went back to work and a lot of the things that they were doing a couple of my episodes was me starting off by venting about what was going on at work so it was a, it was it was a way of me expressing myself and letting and and like you said therapy just just me expressing how I I was I wasn't like I'm still not really liking the conditions at work. But it's like either you you do work or you don't and you don't make no money. That's hella funny because my first couple episodes, if anybody, you know, is interested in looking at Office to Podcast where I'm available on all major streaming platforms. Yeah, my first couple episodes were my gripes against the current the job that I had before I quit. So I actually quit in July and you know, people were telling me or when they would listen, you know, I had people DMing me, they would say, Hey, I could tell like this was this was after I quit. I could tell that something was building up and around the peak of when I quit and when I was just over that job, they could see that, you know, it was a decline, not in like not in quality or anything, but they could see like the brashness and like my tone of voice kind of get go down a bit because that stress just it it, 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 it was uplifted. You know, I just didn't have to think about other people and they're like bullshit anymore. I, listen, my job is an easy job. I work at a casino. I'm a table games dealer. I get paid to play games, but it's not for it's to me. It's not what I want to do for a living this is not my passion i got behind this mic and i love being behind this mic i love talking to this mic i love talking to people and it's become my passion it's become what i want to do it's also led to me starting a production company it's led to me launching a radio station so it's opened a lot of opportunities man it's just made things so much i don't it's it's opened the creative side of me that i didn't know i had that's dope man and i'm on the same exact wave I, i don't have a production company or anything but i love talking to people i'm an outgoing dude and it it just sucks that you know i started this during quarantine because it's kind of difficult right now to tell people like come over or like you know schedules kind of mix up when you have zoom recordings and you know i i hope to keep going because i just loved talking to different people and seeing like what happens like what is the human condition because i know how i'm feeling i know what's going on with me but that isn't necessarily how you're feeling in the moment so like it's great that we can have like this raw and real conversation real time and really see what people are getting like bro years from now when people are trying to when people are putting cancel culture on me they'll look back on this they'll look back on this and say hey this is the moment we knew this guy was probably going to lose his shit <laughs> you know what it's it's there's sometimes I feel like I'm going to lose my shit especially with some of the nonsense that some of the people be posting but I, I, I'm like you know what I'm not going to let that affect me I'm not going to let it affect my mindset so 
Sorry about that. Let me mute this. Yeah, so like I said, this is real, everybody. This isn't edited. <laughs> no, I, I probably will edit that out. I don't know. I might. I don't know. I might just leave it. In. It depends. It all depends on when I'm editing how I feel. If if it's if it's natural, if it's not a, a crazy mess up, then I'll leave it in. Because I when I did my first episode, it was like five minutes. Five minutes was the first episode, and it was me and my nephew talking. It was me holding my cell phone to the to the mic that I had, so you could hear my nephew on the phone. And then he was like, "Oh man, we shouldn't drop these episodes." Like my first few episodes, he's like, "Yo, we shouldn't drop this episode." I'm like, "Why not?" I want people to see the growth. I want them to see that. Look where I started at. at started with uh, me holding a phone to the mic to me now having a Rodecaster Pro, really dedicating myself to this, like investing money and 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 investing basically investing in myself because once i felt like this is what i wanted to do i went and got me some good equipment i went and got me good headphones i went and got me a good mic i got me the roadcaster pro i invested in in a camera i invested in lighting because this is what i want to do so if I really truly want to be good at what I do. I have to invest in myself. I'm watching. I'm always watching YouTube, trying to get up little tips on how I can improve my podcast. I'm, I'm reading books on how I can improve my video editing or my audio editing. It, it's it's a learning process, but it's great. It's 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 fun because it's something I love to do. How long have you been listening to podcasts? Like before before you decided that you wanted to do this? Oh. Probably, um, probably a, f- a couple of years listening to Rogan and, um, listening to Joe Budden. And then there's a few other ones that I would listen to here and there. Like, um, I'll listen to, uh, Eric Thomas and the success, uh, the, their podcast, um, uh, something to tip of my tongue, but there's a couple of podcasts that I watch and most of them has like with Joe Rogan's entertainment and stuff like that. But, but as far as Eric Thomas, it's his, his podcast and his, it's more about self-development and, and self-awareness. So I went to school for journalism. Like I graduated in it. Shout out Stanford State University. Y'all still owe me money, but we'll talk about that later. So I went to school for journalism, actually. And this was back in 2014, 2015. And podcasts were still brand new. Like it was one of those things where uh, nobody really wants to do that. Like I don't want to listen to people talk or anything. And I actually stopped doing journalism and became a chef. I, I moved to Hawaii and, you know, did my whole island life thing and had a great time. But it wasn't until I came back to the main island where I was like, I need something creative. Like cooking is cool. Like that's an, that's a art form in itself, but I need something where I'm learning. I need something to write again. I need to, I need to do what I need to get into the creative outlet that I originally set out my life to do. And when I found, when I refound podcasting, I got into like brilliant idiots. I got, I got into a lot of comedy podcasts and, you know, like you said, Joe Rogan, who doesn't fucking listen to him. Yeah. And it just started to form in my mind like this is what you need to do and like you're not you're a terrible painter you're not drunk for shit but you can talk your ass off and you sound halfway decent doing it and you have something to say you know i i'm not saying i have the most profound things to say but i got something to say and my girlfriend told me like yo you gotta do something man like what is it you're what is it you're doing and i was like well fuck i like sports and talking like i'm not gonna be on espn but i mean i could do that so before off the stoop podcast i actually had another podcast called the double drill pod which was me and like 
four other homies and you know that was very short-lived it was disappointing because we had a great thing going and you know it really exposes the commit like projects like this really expose the commitment level that people have you know like not, not everyone's gonna be committed as you yeah not everyone is gonna be you realize that every not everyone is, is as committed as you are like my first venture was gonna be a sports podcast it was gonna be me and my homeboy but we can never get together we can never I'm saying so it took me it, it, it took a year after me actually purchasing the equipment it took a year for like I, I ordered the equipment in in probably March or April of 2019 it didn't it took me last year to actually release my first episode so I've had I've had the equipment I've for two years I've been wanting to do this and I let fear stop me I let it I let the fear of failure stopped me and and people me like oh people not gonna listen to me people gonna think I'm sucked and and comes to find out I'm pretty good I'm <laughs> come to find out like people enjoy like listening to me like hey you got a good voice I'm like okay like because you know you, at first you always think you suck like you always think in your head you sound terrible mm-hmm. like who the hell would want to listen to me who would and then everybody kept saying yo nah you got a good voice you have a radio voice you sound good and it's just I just fell in love and me being a gamer like for me like I'm a big game I love playing PlayStation 4 and my and my wife goes you know ever since you podcast you've been podcasting you have not you've neglected your PlayStation and you like you just it completely ignored it and she said and she she goes i know you're serious about this because you just neglected your playstation it's like you just abandoned (laughs) did you buy a ps5 oh she no i I haven't bought it yet um she's buying she's buying it from she's no it's it's my christmas gift but she's getting but i'm like i'm there's no rush because i'm not in no rush to play it i'll wait that's yeah i wait till they fix all the glitches and all that and and then i'll get it bro you you gotta I'm treating, okay, so I don't want to get, I don't want to turn this political or anything. I'm treating the vaccine like I'm treating the PS5, like I'm treating the iPhone, next iPhone. Like I am not getting the first wave of anything. I'm waiting until the kinks go out. I'm waiting for the vaccine to see if anybody grows a third arm and we're just going to keep it moving. But I feel you on the gaming thing. Like, so I am a huge gambler. I'm not. I'm going to put that out there right now. And I noticed when I started podcasting, I stopped watching games as much as I did. Because, you know, when you're gambling, you like... Trying to keep the scores. You work in that industry. You got to scores. You got to see who's playing. You got to see the injury report. You got to... It's a whole nother job in itself. And I noticed that, like, I thought I could be able... I, would, I was able to do both. But once I started honing in on podcasts, like, people started saying, like, hey, you like you sound like a lot like you. Like, you sound pretty good. You, you should really start taking this seriously. I was like, oh, shit. I found my niche and when I saw I'm not about the numbers or anything but I want, when I saw the numbers going up I was like wow listen like people actually want with, with, like <laughs> my first few episodes is like I had like 10 20 downloads I was like oh yeah 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 I just went over 3,000 downloads this past weekend Ooh, yeah for one episode no for the for since I've been doing it like oh nice I, I, that's, Congrats, that's, bro. that's amazing to me like I didn't I didn't think 150 people would want to listen to me and to have 3000 downloads in less than a year I'm 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 excited I'm happy for it. it's an accomplishment to me it's like it's not something I, I isn't these these are the numbers I expected honestly yeah now I feel you on that it's um you know I don't want to backtrack to the you know to the scared to do it but um this all goes back into you know a rap 
it's like option, you know, podcasters, especially early in the game, not just us, but just like how early podcasting is. There is a big discrepancy between like big podcasters and, you know, guys like us who are just starting. But then we got to, but then everybody at the bottom thinks it's a competition, but you got to realize that, dude, we are a community, you know, like just because, you know, you and I are eating doesn't mean necessarily that we're taking away from somebody else. No, it's like we, it's, it's community based. Like we help uplift each other. Like we are, we could become one platform. Like if you give it, if you give a network three or five shows, that one show isn't going to overshadow. It's like all five of those shows are like, we are a package, you know? And I think, you know, if actually, you know, I'm not gonna lie for me personally, I was in it for the competition. I was in, I was like very competitive with it, but like after a month or two, or nah, I'm not gonna bullshit, like four or five months, I was like, oh, like I don't got to compete with anybody. Like I can take a break if I want to, like I don't have to release, but it's a lot like you, like being timid about releasing. Like, I just feel like, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to keep up. You know, it's like keeping up with the Joneses, but internet based. But yeah, cause I've, I've come to learn like the more I put out, the pe- more the people consume. And that's, that's, that's when I really started noticing my numbers jumping is once I started putting out more content, started being more consistent, started putting out more work. Then my numbers started going up. Then people started tuning in and, and it takes time. It's people think like you're going to come in and you're going to drop one episode and you're going to have 10,000 downloads. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, that don't happen that way. That but you, you get those, but you get those people that they're thinking that their first, 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 first episode out that they need to get 10,000 downloads. No, it's not going to happen. You have to build it up. You have to go out there and grind and meet people and, and communicate. And like, like you said, to me, this podcast community has been so, so amazing. Like there've been people that have, that, that have helped me out. And, and what I do in return is help so other people out. Like, I don't know everything, but if I know something and somebody needs help, I'm more than willing to share my knowledge. Cause there's guys that helped me out when I first started who gave me little tips and, and told me like, yo, this is what you do or check this out. So I try to do the same thing. You can't be stingy with the gold, bro. Like it's not going to kill you to help somebody out. And that's not just a message for podcasting. That's just in general life. <laughs> um, I wholeheartedly agree. Like, bro, like it's, I love podcasting. I think we just need to like kind of sit back a little bit and see like, okay, we, we can all do this together. Like we're good. Like I'm not going to step over you. You're not going to step over me because that, that just creates like a type of chaos and unnecessary stress that like we just don't need right now. Like, especially in the climate of the world, how the world is going, that's, it's unnecessary. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. For me, it's, <clears throat> for me, it's just been, like I said, it's been amazing. Like I wish people could feel how I feel when I'm recording or when I'm behind the mic. I, I do. Cause it, it's a, it's a, it's a, such a, uh, a euphoric feeling. Like I, like I said, I didn't know this is what I was meant to do. I didn't know what I was passionate. I was like, I, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, like I said, my job is easy. It's an easy job, mm-hmm. but I wasn't in love with it. I didn't love it. It was, it's, it was a job to me. It's a job to me, but this, I love it. I, I have a great time. I want to continue. I like, if I'm not at home, at, when I'm at work, I'm thinking about podcasting. Like this, this is, this is what's on my mind. Have you watched soul yet? You had to watch soul. No, not yet. You got to watch soul. Okay. Now, um, all right, without giving it away. So there's, there's a moment in the movie where like, like what you're talking about, where characters, they get into a euphoric state. They call it like, I forget what they call it. They call it like the zone, like they're getting in the zone, you know, a lot like athletes, they get in the zone. Kobe gets in like Mamba mentality. And that is exactly what happens to me as well. I mean, I'm, it sounds like that's what happens to you. Like 
when you're talking to somebody, you're you're engaged, like you're getting in that zone, you're getting into that heightened sense of feeling like like you've found it. And that I don't know about you, but for me, that's like the best feeling. Like like I said, I've been through like a shitload of careers, and you know these the people they've been cool and all. Like I've met some cool people while I work, but the podcasting community and everyone that I've met has been so cool because I, you know, I do graphic design, I do video and I, you know, I'm a videographer and this space has just allowed me to kind of weave everything and, and grow with, grow with people and just get to know different people as well. Ah, so since you're a videographer, I got a question for you. What is a good video editing software? What uh, do you use? I, I use a, I use Premiere Pro. Premiere um, Pro, is it worth it? Premiere Pro is worth it. You know, personally, I love I love Creative Cloud because it, it gives you everything that you need. But Premiere Pro is solid, bro. Like it's it's t- it's a bit of a learning curve. It's gonna take you a while, but if you once you master the vernacular of it all and the vocabulary, it gets so easy. And then the the sky's the limit after you learn the vocabulary and you know toggle with the tabs and things like that because you can weave in and out of after effects that's like one uh, that's actually a little gripe that i have with um with adobe right now they they don't transition well from app to app but i mean that's 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 me nitpicking more than anything but premiere pro is top notch especially because creative cloud allows you to do photoshop illustrator indesign and those are all things i actually need for my for my line of work that you know, that pays the bills right now. Like, like I said, I just started a production company. So we're getting into helping people start their pod, starting podcasting and, 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 and doing, and, and probably going into YouTube. So I'm, I'm working on the video editing and all that right now. I, I don't do a video editing, but I'm going to get into it. I, I do the, I do all the audio on my podcast and it's something that I, I you learn. Like audacity is the best thing in the world to me right now. Like it's free. So to do what I have to do as far as my podcast and the audio aspect of it, that's what, that's, that's all I really need because well not really because when I use the Roadcaster Pro and it seems like this episode is transitioning well so I won't really need to edit much so I'll probably just keep it the way it is and then just upload it from my um, Roadcaster Pro as an MP3 um, to, up to up into my la- until into my desktop it's it's fun I, I don't as people ask me like when people talk to me about doing this they they see in my eyes that I, I love it I'm just having a great time doing it. So as of right now, is it just uh, you on the podcast or do you have a team around you? Um, well, this, this is, we have a, it's a team of us. Uh, we have uh talking real 1000. That's uh, my nephew's uh, YouTube channel show. And um, which we do every, every Thursday. Uh, we have uh, my homegirl, Brandy J her and my nephew do uh uh, hers and his podcast and um we have another uh another youtube show in the works that we're gonna call the plush lounge and um and i just i'm working on a afternoon radio show for the radio station so i have a lot of different projects in the works and that's dope man but yeah i um i only ask because dude like my my setup is literally just me. So going back a little bit to the guys I did the podcast with, it um it's hard to find people who are as passionate about something as you. And the thing is, I didn't even know how passionate I was until like I started feel like until I started feeling a little hurt. Like, why aren't you guys doing this? Like, bro, I I laid out everything to these guys. Like, all you had to do was come in. We record on Monday and then release on Tuesday. All you had to do was come in, talk some shit, you know, have something to say about the podcast or about sports and then you know we'll keep it moving you know read some read the articles that i sent you like 
look over the list of things we're going to talk of topics we're talking about is like I couldn't have made it any easier for us to be successful and we were for a while but once COVID hit the domino you start to see the dominoes fall and realize like oh damn like it's not your fault that you're you're not committed to it it's my fault for like trying to pry it out of you you know what I mean like you like this right here is StreamYard like StreamYard is a great I love StreamYard like me and the team, we like my nephews in in upstate New York. Brandy's out in San Diego, California. Um, one one of our other homegirls is in in New Jersey. But we all link up in here, and, and we and we do shows from here. Like we'll we'll do the we'll, we'll stream we'll stream from Streamyard to eight different platforms. But which 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 we're cutting down now because we want to really build up our YouTube subscribers. So now we're gonna exclusively go to YouTube. Whatever programming we have, we want to build up our YouTube channel. So we're gonna exclusively go to YouTube and, and it's just it's it's fun man like I I, I, I love it like I said I use the stream yard because it's cool to look at people like when you talk to someone it's cool to look at even though my show is not video yet it will transition to video in, in the future probably when I start season two I might transition to, to video but for right now it's just audio but using the stream yard being able to see their your face and you, you're able to see my face and my expressions I, I that's why I do it this way so why are you uh um, shit, I, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I just read some crazy fucking news. Dustin, you know, Dustin Diamond, Screech? Yeah, yep, Screech passed away from lung cancer. Bro, what the hell? Yeah. Dude, I know who's old, but like, I, not, he had been damn, battling for a while. Oh, damn, that's my age, bro. <laughs> damn. <laughs> All right. Well, He's not, <laughs> damn. <laughs> He's older than me. Yeah. He's older than me. Okay, I'm older than you too. Hey, you know what? You you don't just get older. You get you just get better. That uh, that's what they say. You know what? Don't Honestly, older, you, don't, you know how it you know how it goes. It goes. Um, men don't really hit their peaks to their forties. I'm prime example of that. Man, it's like I, I didn't know what I wanted to do until I got into my forties, and then that just took off from there. Bro, did you ever think to yourself like this one one little project? Like, not not saying that your project. Not saying that the podcast so did you ever think that this one project would be like a catalyst for you branching off into other things like you know you got the production company the podcast nope, i don't know it, it's crazy it, it, it's it's crazy how everything just started falling into place and then the connections i started making and the people i started vibing with and the people i started talking to it, it, it all started falling into place because of what i say is how i the shift that i, I made in, in in my way of thinking in, in the way I've approached things, whereas I might have been a procrastinator. <laughs> Let me stop bullshitting. Yes, I'm, I was a big procrastinator. And so this this forced me to really just stop doing, start procrastinating and doing what I got to do to make this to make this go. Yeah. You know, my problem is, I okay, so I kind of die self-diagnosed with uh, ADHD this year. You know, you know, I went on WebMD and uh, went on the doctor. I got that. Yeah, that's me too. That was me too. Oh, that that definitely is me. You know, no, straight up, like you can't pay attention. You got black hair. You got eyes. Yeah, you got ADHD. I was like, yeah, I got ADHD, bro. Like I got it. But you know, I um, I had to start honing in on the podcast. Like I, and then once I started honing in, my other skills started to flourish a little more because a lot like you, it started to branch out. You know, like I said, it was graphic design and video. It wasn't just my 
work I was doing, it was, it was other people's work. Like people were hiring me to do, you know, certain jobs where I was like, Oh shit. Like, you know, I'm super grateful for it. And, and it's allowed me to kind of open up again and realize like, like you're a jokester, you're going to do some shit. Like you're a writer. Like I can go into all these different ways while still being, while still being rooted in the podcast. Whereas before it was just like, okay, you're going to do sports, but then you're also going to do videography for big businesses or you're going to do podcasts, but you're also going to like, you're also going to do marketing and things like that. So everything was just super chaotic in my mind. And I thought I flourished that way, but now a year later, a year and a half later into podcasting, it's like, Oh, okay. Like if I do one thing, that's, that's what'll help it grow. Like the other things will grow alongside it, which is fucking cool. Yeah. When, when you really start, like when I really started focusing more on, on improving my podcast, like with putting the intro into it, with actually starting to fill out the descriptions, with actually really going into consideration to the titles of the episodes, all these little things that I didn't think of. I, like when I first started doing my episodes, I was just think of a name and then release. I wouldn't even put in a, a full description or none of that. I was just released episodes. So once I started putting in the descriptions and I started really investing into the podcast and and investing time into improving simple little things that I could have that like cover art. I didn't have no cover art on none of my on none of my episodes, none of them. And then I started putting co- for how long? Honestly, probably for the first. I, I dropped seventy five episodes, so probably for the first forty. First forty, yeah. But that's but that's a part of growth though. Yeah, yeah. Like the- no, no, don't get me. I didn't know anything. Like I got an intro. I got a like after the fourth or fifth episode. I got myself an intro. I got myself an outro. I got myself a bumper. All that. But I didn't really get into to to like I said the cover art. None of that. I didn't. I didn't think of any of that. I, I was just recording, 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 releasing, 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 not really putting into what it really took to really grow the podcast. And the moment I started doing that, my numbers started increasing because now people could see who I was interviewing. They could see, mm-hmm. oh, I know that person. Let me check it out. So it was, it was it was certain things like that. Or if they, and then I started putting in descriptions and then now people were like, okay, this, this sounds like a cool episode. So let me check it out. So it's those little things that you need to really work on and, and master that will take your podcast to the next level it's really just it's paying attention to the little details you know like like you said I'm, I'm a lot like you like in the first podcast i just thought okay let's hit the record button let's talk some shit and we'll it'll be it'll be good it didn't take me until like three or four months later where i was kind of juggling both podcasts like my own and you know the double dribble where i realized oh i need to be more detail oriented in what i'm doing like when i rolled out off the stoop it was you know it wasn't perfect but i had a logo i knew I knew to put down a description. I had a point of, I had a point of emphasis to every episode. You know, I hope people enjoy my like crazy psycho single man rants, but the most moving parts are the ones where I have a, where I have like, how can I say this? Like significant figures in like the Filipino community. And I say that because a lot of it has to do with marketing. And a lot of these people have like a team around them. So that is like the next part that I'm trying to master. You know, it's not, it's a lot like recording. You don't have to, you can't just post it up on IG and Twitter and say, Hey, I got a new episode up. It's like, you got to tell people like your people have to tell people like, because garnering, um, garnering a little garnering support from your initial, initial crew. It's kind of hard. I don't know about you, but it's been a little difficult oh, no, listen, for me. It took, it, it took like, at first you do the people you think should support you 
Don't, don't, right? They don't. It'd be the people that you that you don't expect to be like, yo, you dope and this and that, that they actually support you. And you're like, wow, this this dude is really behind me. Like, I, I didn't think he would. I didn't think I, he would. I didn't think that person would be the person that would give me the support that I needed. Like, but then once you once once you start doing it and this and, and then the people you originally thought should support you and and they start seeing that you're really into it and you're really doing your best and, and you're really putting out good content then they start coming along slowly like okay I, I see that you are serious this isn't just a little uh side thing or just a little flash in the pants thing you're serious you're really serious about this okay so so they're warming up to it but again like i said sometimes the, the ones you think that will support that you think should support you they don't and then and then as far as the podcast community in itself they've been amazing i've had they they've probably been my biggest support system the podcasters the podcasters that i've linked up with have probably been my biggest cheerleaders where if i post something they're sharing it or if they post in something i'm sharing it so and and that's why that's, that's why i love it it's it's a different community and and it went from 700 what 750,000 podcasters prior to 20 to 20 2020 right to now to 1.5 million podcasts and and just this and yeah and just this year alone and is that that was yeah the jump the jump from because of the pandemic and everything and all that so people have been putting out podcast now everybody's got a podcast everybody and their mother has a podcast but (laughs) not everyone and their mother has the drive that i have or has the drive that you have. They 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 don't want it as bad as we want it. So they'll they'll do two or three episodes and be like, eh, and fall off the face. Like this, that, that like I'll, I'll go through and I'll look at some podcasts and 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 I'll see they only have one or two episodes and they they're from like 2014 or 2015. You know, or and so when I was reading an article, it said the average lifespan of a podcaster is seven to ten episodes. Right? Yeah, I read that too. So I'm like, like um, so I'm like, all right. So if I, as soon as I, so I got to get past seven to ten episodes and then i'm truly truly vested into this and Mm -hmm. i'm I'm at seven like i said i'm at 75 now congrats bro that's big yeah i i i've read that also like when i was doing off the stoop when i first started i thought to myself okay podcasts die after seven episodes so after you get that seven to ten seven after you get to that eighth episode you're in this shit like you are committed and i was like okay like you know sometimes i would take a break like maybe a couple of weeks I took a break, but then I would like double up on next week and say, Hey, you know, I know I missed last week, but I got two episodes for you with different people. And I don't know. It's that, that number is like crazy 1.5 million, but they also haven't accounted to how many are dead. Yeah. Just like you're saying, yeah, like, they don't, they're not counting the people that are, are in truth. And then, and then now first and take is not a podcast, but now they're releasing a podcast. So now it's considered a podcast. Um, the breakfast club is not a podcast. It's a radio show. But since they released a podcast episode, since they cut it up and making a podcast, now it's a podcast. No, it's a radio show. So some of these shows aren't really podcasts. Some of them are just radio shows that they're putting podcast title behind it. To, that's what, to me, that's what it, and, and, and I'm, I'm not worried about it. It's like, listen just you're you're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna get i'm i feel like if you really do work hard you're gonna get the followers you're gonna get the listens you're gonna get people to support you as long as you keep putting out good content and putting out good work i think most of all like you know the followers and everything that's great i just want to like for me i just want to like connect with people you know i want to talk to people my generation you know millennials we're so used to younger millennials i'm not gonna because i'm an older millennial i think about to turn 30 soon but um yeah 
a lot of millennials don't know how to talk to people anymore. And I've always been that guy to, you know, I've always, I've always been a talker where, whether I played sports, I was a shit talker, whether we're out on the street, I'm talking shit. Like I love talking to people. I need to talk to people. And it's just hard to find that even pre COVID it's hard to find like someone to have a genuine and good conversation with and be able to like reciprocate and pick up, you know, like have a good, like have good band back and forth. And that's one of the, I love about most about, about podcasts. Like you get the raw and, real thoughts of somebody of your fellow podcaster or guest yeah, like people will be like oh what is, what is your podcast about i'm like well it's about conversations and it's like i'm a chameleon i can have a conversation about so many different topics i'm i'm not focused on just one topic like i can go from i can go and have a conversation with someone about um the secret about uh manifesting manifesting things into your life and all to talking about the new york yankees or 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 whatever sports team any other and i can go for any i can it's like my range goes into so many different things because i'm always really reading like I, i'll i'll look at an article and i'll read an article i'm always reading something to to help like just just to just to to, to learn just to learn yeah just to learn just to learn something and just to, to read something that maybe who knows maybe one of my shows i'm able to share that knowledge so I'm, I'm always reading something i'm always youtubing something i'm always trying to learn something i think that's what i think that's what will separate like the I think that, no, no, let me rephrase that. I think that is what separates podcasters from, from getting to that seven to range and going further is that not necessarily that they're not well read or anything, but that the, their subject matter or just their passion is lacking. Like I, I'm like you, I, I don't want to pigeonhole my podcast into one format. It's like, it's culture, it's society, it's, it's talk show is like real shit that like, that is happening through the day like that is happening week by week and i'm not interested in just staying like you know i love marvel i love like the mcu he's like we can't talk about that you see you see but you see what's behind like i can talk about so many different things man I, I'm, I'm a big sports fan I'm, I'm a big comic guy i'm a it's just so many different things i'm a i'm a gamer it's just so many different parts of me that i can share on my podcast that i don't necessarily just have to i'm a big wrestling fan so for me i don't just like i don't pigeonhole myself i, I I enjoy having different con different types of people on my show to have different types of conversations. It's not always going to be the same thing. I've had a couple of off. The, I had a, a couple on that they were really into anti-bullying, and they wrote a, um, a couple of books, uh, uh, stories with uh, special kids, and and and, and it, so. But the the message of of the book was just because you're. Sp different doesn't mean you're not like everyone else everyone is like it's okay to be different so it's subjects like that and then having uh i've had a friend of mine who who entered the political realm he, he's been a, he's been a lifelong educator and he wanted to do something for his community he went into the to, into the political realm he's running for a city councilman in, in his district in the bronx um i've had a friend of mine he's one of the hottest selling real estate agents realtors in all of new york city and we sat down and had a great conversation on manifestation on on um setting goals it was awesome it was one of it was one of those episodes where someone reached out to me after listening to that episode talking about yo you guys inspired me to go out and, and do my own business so when you get things like that that like humbles you that just like whoa like did i really help somebody like did i really reach someone where i made a difference in their life it, it, it really humbles you like like 
whoa, like you really did something, something good. Do you think that's like a product of just growing up in New York and being around all these different types of people where you kind of get these different interests? Or is that something that you think was kind of predetermined? Like you were that you like you were going to be into Marvel. You were going to like these were ingrained in you. I remember how I got into comics. It was uh, I was probably like in probably like fifth, sixth grade, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. And my friend Barry and I, I always remember Barry. He's out. He's a Jamaican kid. And um, yeah, it, it, he got me into comic books. He really he's the one who's got who got me into reading comics and 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 all that. So I didn't think I didn't know it was something I would I would eventually love because actually reading comics helped me in school. It it, it 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 took my reading level to another level when I once 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 I started taking school like aptitude tests in school and all that because reading comic books you expand your vocabulary there's words that you don't really necessarily read every you don't necessarily read every day so with me reading comic books it, it, it expanded my vocabulary expanded my knowledge it, it, it like I said yeah it, it with my as far as vocabulary it, and I've, I've read words that I wouldn't probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't have read any other anywhere else nice nice yeah I only ask that because for me I feel like comics were kind of pre- comics and you know superheroes and shit were kind of predetermined for me because my brothers my older brothers were into it so it was something that I always saw around or like they you know they gave me like Marvel cards and things like that that I could just keep and look at and it was just it just kind of when Marvel came back and you know I, I read the comics as well but when the MCU started and, I, and Iron Man came out I was just like oh shit this is coming to life and the fact that Nick Fury came at the at that post credit scene I was like oh Oh shit, like like even in 2008 I was like, dude, there is no way they're about to make this shit happen. Like this is going to be a one-off because there's no fucking way that they're going to create the event. Like there's no way you can create the Avengers. Like I don't believe it, but now we're in 2021 and like it's the standard and like the kid in me is just like, holy shit. Like I mean, you can ask my girl like she got mad at me a couple of times because I would go to watch uh, Endgame or uh, Infinity War like when she was working on the weekend and she, she'd like blast my phone and say, like, where the hell are you? Like, dude, shh, I'm watching Infinity War in the theater right now. Chill. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I just I just had a I just have a good time with it. I have a great time with it. And like I, I appreciate my brothers for having that around the house when I was a kid. Oh no, my, my my older brother, he got me into wrestling. He used to take me to Madison Square Garden and this is this is talking I'm talking about the late eighties, early nineties, and um I saw some of the some of the biggest names in wrestling at that time, man, and he he also drove my love for music. Like he introduced me to all types of music. He introduced me to rock. He introduced me to to R and B. He he introduced me to to um, hip hop. He introduced he introduced me to so many different types of music that he's like, man, he I don't just he doesn't just like one diff one type of music. I I listen to the only thing I probably won't I don't listen to is country um and heavy metal. But I, I'll I'll listen to a classical joint. I, I'll listen to jazz. I'll listen to hip hop. I'll li- but yeah, like I said, th- those are probably the only two types of music I won't listen to heavy heavy metal and and uh country music I feel you on that uh so I I mean I'm a I love hip-hop like I I I wholeheartedly think hip-hop raised me like east coast hip-hop and fucking west coast hip-hop is the shit and you know I my mom is Filipino she's traditional so I grew up listening to like the Bee Gees uh Journey and ACDC Kiss so it my my range like it it teeters like it can go anywhere. I just cannot listen to goth music. Yeah, no, uh, no. That shit. That 
And that scares the shit out of me. Like, I, I mean, to goth listeners right now, I'm sorry. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think goth listeners are listening to this show. So, <laughs> I'm. You, you never know. Yeah, I, I might, I might, I might have one or two goth. If I offended my goth listeners out there, I apologize. But I, I don't really think I have any. But <laughs> goth, it could just be. It's a spectrum, you know. You could just have the little tiniest bit of goth, and you like you were rocking all black all the time, or you could be like the super goth. I mean, I'm into six 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 type of thing. I'm, I don't know. Teachers, I, I couldn't listen to it. <laughs> yeah. So no. Yeah. Yeah. So Wally, let everybody know where they can find you at, man. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at Off the Stoop Podcast. You can find me uh, my personal at, at Wally Hippolito H I P O L I T O. Twitter Wally Hippolito, and you can stream Off the Stoop Podcast on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime, Stitcher, iHeart, and Pandora. You on Pandora? Damn it! I'm still not on Pandora. I'm still not on. I've, I've, well, it, it took like it's, it's taking a long time, man. I applied for Pandora like four or five months ago, man. I'm still not on, bro. It took when I first applied. It took like two months. You gotta, e- bro. You gotta email them and be like, yo, why is my stuff up not up yet? Like, I want, I want it up. I want it now because y'all are costing me. And they'll, they'll make the case. You gotta, you gotta push the issue on them. I'm about to email them because I've been waiting. I'm like. My nephew, my nephew, who's not even a podcaster, he's a YouTuber, has his show on Pandora. And I still don't have my show. Like, I understand we're in a pandemic. I get it. We're in a pandemic. But hey, somebody can listen to just click away and, and approve my show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I don't know, man. You just... You just got to knock heads. Hey, throw me a little Venmo and I'll go to Oakland for you because they're based in Oakland. I got you. Be like, yo, hey, put up stuck in my mind right now. Yeah, I'm about to email them, man. This is this is not right, man. But Wally, man. Hey, I appreciate you. Having- I appreciate you coming on the show, brother. Anytime anytime you want to do this, man, we could definitely do this. Uh, uh, hopefully, I'll be on your, show, on your show soon. Definitely. I got to have you. Oh, yeah. So we're going to make it happen. Yeah, we, we need some. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. Listen, I have a great time when I when I especially when I'm not a, when I'm a guest. Oh, it's the best. It's the best because I don't have to do any extra work. <laughs> oh, it's fire, right? I, I personally love it too. I, I personally, I, I'd rather be a guest all day every day. But hey, I got to do my show. So exactly. I I hope to get to a level soon where I'm just like I'm just like the podcast ghost. Like I'm just on everybody's shit, but for some reason, like oh, he's not on. He's not his, on his own show anymore. And then bam. <laughs> Five six episodes. Yeah, no, nah. I've yeah I've been uh, oh man, what I do? Uh, I've been on a couple of episodes, a couple of podcasts this month, and then uh, I got some coming up for next month. So we'll see. I'm excited, but again, thank you, Wally. Nice, nice. We definitely got to set something up. Um, and uh, yeah, pre- I appreciate you coming on, brother. Appreciate it, bro. Hey, uh, to all, to everybody listening now, stay safe, stay healthy, and wear a damn mask. You heard the man Wear a damn mask So right now So it's time for shout outs Big shout out to my man Steve Joyner For setting up this interview Appreciate you brother It's uh, always a pleasure Working with people You connect me with man Big shout out to my Real Wise family Poppy J King Sace Brandy J Love you guys Big shout out to my wife Fina Love you Thank you for all the support baby And as always Big big shout out To all the essential workers out there God bless you Be safe You know how I do it Wise is out Peace out Thanks for listening 
Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt, Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt, and a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.